Greetings and welcome to St. Dominic's Weekly. This is Father Michael. Wonderful show for you with Father Isaiah. Three segments as we delve deeper in uh, to these 40 days of Lent. Uh, the first season, uh, the first segment is a little Dominicana. That is things that we as Dominicans have which are unique. We're going to delve into the Kappa. It makes us, well, frankly, like spiritual stormtroopers. So a little bit about uh, the Kappa as, as a piece of clothing and part of our habit. The next section is, what is it? And we're going to talk about the RCIA. What does RCIA stand for? Well, you'll have to continue to listen, but we have a very exciting uh, program in terms of how we are incorporating that into the church this year. And then finally, we end with a little spiritual life advice, someone uh, wondering about how to get more connected to the faith. And we have some really good, Father Isaiah and I come up with some uh, good recommendations uh, for how we can get more deeply connected to our faith. So whether you're on the go or taking it slow, Many, many blessings as you enjoy today's show. Greetings and welcome back to St. Dominic's Weekly. Father Isaiah over here, Father Michael over there. We're heading deep into the Lenten season now. The purple is just getting darker. You know, I can I confess something here? Um, I, are we on the seal? <laughs> no, yeah, just you, me, and whoever's listening, <laughs> the, the four other people listening. No, I, you know, I looked at the over, oh, certainly you look at all of Lent yeah, to kind sure, of get sure. a gauge. Do you realize, maybe we'll talk more about this uh, ne- next time, there's like a whole oasis opening up for us here in Lenten season. There's like feast after feast coming I up. I know, it's great. I know, anyway, <laughs> we'll get, maybe that'll be a tease for next podcast, but you've got, oh, you basically just have a week that's not Lent right in the smack dab in the middle yeah. of Lent. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's definitely so. a crisis time for those who are uh, thinking about solemnities being Lent for like, for like certain no, people who that- are on the podcast it is yeah so 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 basically basically yeah coming up in a couple of weeks because i you know look at this week and yeah, i'm like of i'm like oh man you just you give it give it a good two-week push and then there's like a little break and then you're back into lent this lent is is uh, between the chair of peter last last I week know. and uh and coming up saint patrick saint joseph and and the, and the weekends you're like wow wow, wow. <laughs> anyway but Heading deeper into Lent, we have uh, once again your your penance—not really a penance, but more of a more of a, it's 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 kind of more of an almsgiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, For, it's definitely a favor to you. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. So you're, you we're, we're we're delving deep into your creative mind for different segments, and so give me the first. I'm I'm just as excited as as everyone else to hear what our segments are for today. So segment number one, what do we have? Segment number one is a new segment. Okay. Oh, from this uh, grainy mind of mine. Yeah, I call it. Dominicana. Ooh, Dominicana. What's that about? So, I mean, there's a certain part of Dominicana that takes a certain feature mm-hmm. within the Lenten season. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to think if it'd be a good idea for us to riff a few minutes about mm-hmm. the kappa. Like, oh. What is the kappa? Why do we wear it? Why do we wear it? Certain times of the year, and sometimes we just don't. And that certain part in, about the kappa has a particular role during the Easter vigil, that kind of thing. Yeah. So let's let's yeah. do a little overview. Yeah, you want me to so the cap is certainly it's it's a yeah. uh, it's uh, basically the black cloak. It's so the black mantle that we wear that you would see that's pretty distinctive within the church. Yeah, and in fact, uh, as as sometimes I'll say, we have the Cadillac of habits. Oh, yeah, I know you got you got you got the kind of the white habit, but or the white uh, tunic and mm-hmm. uh, capoose and scapular yeah, were the other course. formal names for the the garb. But then the kappa kind of just kind of ties it all the ties ties the habit together. Yeah, it makes it an it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, so it's it's something kind of this where you get the penguin look or the stormtrooper <laughs> look or whatever whatever you want to say. But Canada. but yeah, but traditionally the the kappa is formally part of the habits. Why the uh, English 
Dominicans mm-hmm. are known as? The Blackfriars. Blackfriars. Yeah. And someone mm-hmm. who's wearing just the white tunic, scapular and capoose, it's like, well, what's the, where does the Blackfriar come? Yeah. You have to be wearing the whole, uh-huh, exactly. uh, kind of the whole, the full kappa, in, uh, full habit includes yeah, the kappa. Exactly. So. Yeah. Also, the word, word kappa simply comes from uh, um, the word for cloak or for uh, yeah. um, that cape. capoose part of the cape, yeah. you know, so it's, yeah. it's, uh, and it's worn, traditionally worn as a, as a coat. Yeah, it's, a, it's an overcoat. Yeah, it's an overcoat, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. But it's uh, but I think it's become a little more stylized in terms of having uh, mm-hmm. distinctive uh, value for yeah. the habit itself. So sometimes, I mean, I don't know. Do you have a? Do you have more than one kappa? No. Oh, you just have one kappa. <laughs> no, okay. I've I, got, a, I've, I have a couple white part white habits, but only one black wait, kappa. Yeah. White ha- white kappas? Like the white habit. I have a oh, you have a, oh yeah, you, you have a few. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The white, yeah, the yeah, tunic, but only, yeah. one, but one, only one kappa. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, because so, I in fact, I mean, this would have been a great video because the look I just gave you was like. Well, no, just because have some people have like a kappa for like a winter kappa that's like really oh. thick and kind of. Oh, okay. It's kind of made out of wool, and others have kind of a thinner kappa for like summertime. Oh, okay. There you just, are. just based on most of the kappas that are that we can have are are. Um, hand-me-downs for back of it or so i was i for years i wore because when as a novice the person who make my cap it yeah. did what didn't quite make it right yeah and so i just even from the beginning it didn't have it, but i just went to the the fourth floor fashion exactly. <laughs> so to yeah. speak the the rack of yeah. of of folks who had either gone yeah, yeah. <laughs> so from, from from folks who are either deceased or had uh, left the order right um, and so, yeah, I got a, and I, I actually put together a little number where the capoose part of the kappa was actually different than the. That's hysterical. <laughs> so I was actually mismatched in black. That's hysterical, yeah. Anyway, I took so much grief when I went on pilgrimage a couple of years ago because yeah. it had faded. I'd worn it so much, it was older. Which is good. It, yeah. it, it had kind of turned brownish, purplish. Yeah. It kind of you faded. You were a brown fire. And so everyone kept asking, what, what order are you? And I'm a Dominican. And then they point to sure? Father Steve Marie, who was in his kappa too. And yeah. like, no, that's a Dominican there, but what Ow! are you? I'm like, whoa. Ouch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so I was able to get, uh, had someone make me a kappa. So I've got, okay. now I've got, now I've got my, my, my first ever brand new kappa. That's actually All these you. years. That's actually, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's exciting. But yeah. yeah. So when do we use a kappa? To give us some, give us some examples of when we don't, as you say, wear it all necessarily all year round or at every moment you're yeah. probably if you're uh, familiar with the parish it's it's yeah. uh we'd probably see us in uh kind of the, the white without the yeah. black more often but but when do you wear the habit father is it or but, kappa well i mean with the kappa it's i, I mean compa- comparatively we wear it, uh reasonably uh a lot more than other places but mm-hmm. you know we uh most classically we uh between ash wednesday and the easter vigil during the Lenten season we wear the kappa then mm-hmm. um especially when we're preaching i mean the the brothers would oftentimes preach uh, whether it be the novice brothers or ourselves um and you know and most poignantly during funerals as well yes uh, those are the times where um the black comes out where we uh um that we wear our very best absolutely yeah, yeah. so it can it, it kind of doubles both as formal wear uh, but uh, but also for yeah. liturgical wear yeah. in the sense yeah, that if we're that preaching way, yeah. and not not presiding, yeah. also too there's as I understand it, uh, since we were at the very beginning, the kind of the history of mm-hmm. the order, we were given the ability to preach. We were given yeah. faculty to preach mm-hmm. across diocese, right. and along with preaching, which came, wasn't normal. Exactly, only bishops could preach. preach. Yeah, Yeah. when we've when we've told the story of Saint Dominic, you know, we've we've talked about how Saint Dominic was given certain privileges in his order. His uh, his friars were given 
privileges that were at the time reserved to bishops. Yeah. And one of those things was to preach. Uh, if you were a parish priest, you didn't necessarily preach yeah. at all ever. And so, but part of the preaching is we always preaching that sense of virtue and repentance mm-hmm. and God's grace. Yeah. And so often our preaching was connected to like John the Baptist a little bit kind of uh, for the salvation of souls, which included repentance and the uh-huh. need for the sacrament of reconciliation. Yeah. So the, 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 the preaching, oftentimes we associate preaching with the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist, right. which is true, but especially back in the day, not everyone received communion at every mass. You go yeah. to mass, but depending on, you know, your, that sense of uh, your being in the state of grace and being mm-hmm. the, the kind of the openness you have to the Lord, that it wasn't necessarily at every mass you would receive right. communion. But what you would do is if you hear the preaching, mm-hmm. you'd go to the sacrament of penance. Right. Yeah. And so the kappa, this is a long way of <laughs> saying that, <laughs> the kappa could uh, double as or be uh, have the power to be a confessional stole. Right. That yeah. is, that, that, that garb which mm-hmm. marks the authority of the church to forgive sins. So right. whenever a priest dons the stole, it's that visible sign yeah. of Christ's words of forgiveness and absolution right. exactly. as mercy. Mm-hmm. So, but rather than having to carry a stole around with you, the Dominicans yeah. got permission for their kappa to yeah. kind have, of, to be- To be imbued with that. Yeah, exactly. Kind of <laughs> to yeah. be stole-like, if yeah. you will, to, mm-hmm. to signify that authority. Right. So yeah, yeah. so the, that's a fun fact for mm-hmm. the Dominican kappa. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a wearable, if you will. <laughs> it's a wearable stole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. In, in that way. Which um, is- Funny enough, very practical. Yeah. Yeah, very practical, exactly. Yeah. It's like Dominicans didn't have to, at the time, if you're celebrating Mass, you'd have to have an altar stone. Yeah. And Dominicans were given the, uh, the ability to have uh, an altar simply be a relic sewn into like a piece of cloth like yeah. the Eastern churches right. yeah. uh, had. And so, so, so even in my Mass, even though that's no longer according, it's strictly speaking, the, the Cone of Canon Law doesn't require that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was able yeah. to, to 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 have one, and so it's it's a it's it's one of those yeah. privileges there. So, and then the word cap's a little history about it. you. Want the word kappa is uh, the same word. It's not. And this is not the Dominican kappa, but just mm-hmm. the word kappa and the cloak. Uh, the story of Martin de Tours. Oh yes, right? of course. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is this is the the idea that uh, Martin, a soldier, yeah. who sees. Uh, a beggar back in who's Roman times, back so in Roman times, yeah, yeah, in the 300s, who sees someone who's in need of, um, you know, warmth and a clothing, and he yeah. cuts his his kappa, yeah, mm-hmm. in half, and gives and it to him, gives yeah. it to him, and then later has a dream that the person who was uh, w- was in need of clothing was none other than Christ Himself, yeah. and who blesses Martin, um, and yeah. then the relic of that, yeah, the the little. Um, the piece of kappa or the half kappa yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. is is enshrined in a church, and yeah. uh, that church became famous for holding this little uh, kappa. Yeah, and so the church became known as the church with the kappa, and in, in French it gets uh, translated into the word for chapel, the English word chapel. Oh, so okay. the word chapel it's is is derived from the word for kappa, little kappa. Oh, okay, little. Yeah. Capilla. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> right, in Latin. Yeah, so, diminutive. Yeah, the sure. diminutive. The diminutive yeah. of kappa uh, is, is the word in which the English word chapel is based upon. I had so no when idea. you go into a That's chapel, really cool. yeah. <laughs> you're going into a place where the, the, the sense that that, that uh, almsgiving of, of Martin wow. uh, gave the name for that place where it was held, which is a little chapel. Wow. 
Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, so there's wow. there's there's, there's, a, there's some historical chapel uh, kappa <laughs> knowledge wow. for you. Um, and I just think it once again, it's it's it's. I think it just looks sharp. It's a good. It's it kind of it kind of completes the ensemble. Puts everything together. <laughs> Puts ties it Makes all together. Makes it a thing. Takes it all together. Yeah. So kappa. <laughs> so if you see us in our full kappa, it's usually because for me, it's usually it's either because I'm at a funeral or or having been to a funeral or it's the Lenten season mm-hmm. or I've been preaching. So on Sundays, especially. Uh, when yeah. I am not necessarily celebrating the mass, but preaching, I, I tend to favor the kappa yeah. as being, as being that kind of clothing which is empowering the preaching. Yeah. And oftentimes for me, I mean to, put a button on it too. Yeah. It's like sometimes when I would be especially on a Sunday morning when I would put on my kappa. Yeah. Not only would it be because of the same reasons for you, but. Sometimes it's just cold in the parking lot. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it's so. just warm. So that the, the Dominican coat, the kappa. Yeah. Very good. Uh, good, good, good nod. So Dominicana, that was a yeah. good first segment. All right. So segment, Se- segment number two, what do we segment got? Segment number two, let's make a little transition okay. from Martin Torres. Okay. Um, like just talking about uh, about him who converted to the faith. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, do a little, little uh, segment called, What is that? And talk a little bit about RCIA. Um, Wait, the, so the seg- what the segment's called, What is that? What is that? Okay, what is that? Okay, good. So what is, what is, what is that? RCIA, the Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults? Oh, nice. Well, I'm thinking it was like not only Martin, but the very fact that, you know, this past Sunday we had, um, we had that the Rite of Election with all these, uh, our brothers and sisters who are to be received at the Easter Vigil. So... What are they doing there? What is RCA? Yeah, so RCA is this a little bit of alphabet soup. Yeah, so, Catholic alphabet soup. Yeah. Exactly. I've done it for so many years. You just say RCA. <laughs> it's like, oh, everyone knows what RCA is. But RCA <laughs> stands for the Rite of Initiation, uh, Rites of Initiation for Christian Adults, right? Yeah. So the, the um, that idea that in order to come into the church, there are uh, certain rites or a kind of process by which uh, Christians are initiated, mm-hmm. and in a particular way, not necessarily through their family of origin or from from their youth, but as adults coming mm-hmm. into church. So yeah. it's a kind of restoration from the early church. Of yeah. course, they're all of their <laughs> preaching and catechesis right. yeah. of the apostles are mostly to adults, yeah. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. there's a kind of restoration of that process that the early church did to welcome folks in a, in yeah. a liturgical way into the fullness of the faith, both catechetically, that is intellectually yeah. and formatively for mind and heart, but also in a liturgical way, that is to connect them with the sacraments right. mm-hmm. and the nourishment uh, of the church in every way. Yeah. And it models the the rites that we saw last week and yeah. will continue to see as we do the scrutinies mm-hmm. are actually the process by which the early church um, came in. So it's like, okay, I want to be part of the church. Well, it's like, okay, let's have a season for that. Well, you always reverse engineer it. So what would be the most fitting day to fully come into the connection of, of the bride of, of, of Christ's bride of the, of the Holy church. And that's going to be the day of his resurrection. So the Easter vigil. So it's like mother of vigils, mother of all vigils, it says, right? So you've got the Easter vigil. So that's the day you want to welcome everyone to the church. Well, what do you do? Well, you just then therefore have a, a process or time period in which you, catechize form kind of introduce the mysteries as it were and that season became known as lent (laughs) so the original lenten season was uh, the origins of it aren't simply for the faithful originally but a preparation for those who are not in the church for the catechumens to to come into the church now the rest of the body of christ in unity decide to join in exactly so yeah yeah so it's basically everyone 
does RCIA, if you will. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, um, or some injuries. people relive their RCIA process by exactly. going through Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So so that's where we are now, and it's it's getting exciting because we've yeah. been, even though Lent is a more intense time, we've been doing actually doing a meeting uh, online for Zoom classes for yeah. the catechetical part sure. uh, since the end of August, uh, so the beginning <sighs> of September. So it's been a, we've been many uh, kind of introduction to the Bible, to the faith, to the, yeah. the sacramental life, the moral life. Yeah. So we're coming, we're coming to that exciting time of the year where it's all hopefully coming together. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, in terms of those who are going to be baptized, those who are going to be, who are Christian, but not Catholic fully received. So there's no mm-hmm. per se sacrament they need to receive. Those who um, are need to be confirmed yeah. uh, and those receiving first uh, reconciliation or penance and yeah. first Holy communion. So all those sacraments are, are available and yeah. uh, I can't believe it. It's, 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 we've got a wonderful group. Uh, we, I, I think maybe most every Tuesday we have, yeah. uh, I don't know, 50 or 60 that's people uh, connected. Now that's not everyone who needs the sacraments. Uh, but I would, I would say like last year where we'll probably be in the, the little more than 40 people, maybe yeah. uh, nearly 50 people Amazing. that are, are, are somehow engaged in the full reception of the church. Yeah. So, so the Lord still, even, even during this time when we can't necessarily meet in person, the Lord is still bearing fruit and you know, you know, he's yeah. at work. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Amazing. Yeah. So it, it's, it's great too. So for the, the, the masses were live streaming, uh, certainly we're in person, uh, but the masses were live streaming. Uh, we tend to have the RCA rights there. So just everyone gets a sense yeah. in which, you know, if we, if, if we haven't been able to welcome them to the fullness of the community because of, uh, because of the pandemic, we do our best to try to make feel, yeah. uh, know that they're connected to more than just themselves or right, this particular yeah. group in this moment. Yeah. And I would imagine that at the right of election for some of the members of the RCA, it was probably the first time they've seen each other possibly ever in, in the flesh. Exactly. Right? <laughs> no, that's exactly right. I'm exactly right. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so that's RCIA. So we're coming, we're, we're, the Easter vigil is going to, as the mother of all vigils, is one of my most exciting, yeah. as I've described oh, yeah. before, so moments. So. And do keep good. on praying for the catechumen. Yes, and absolutely. As they head to the, this uh, beautiful day. Right? Absolutely. So. All right, next segment. These are, these are great segments. Next segment. Now, I have a confession to tell to you, my Uh-oh, brother, okay. That, um, that between you, me, and our um, all of our listeners, yeah. that um, I decide I was uh, mulling around and I did a very very bad thing of oh, that. No. I ended up on Reddit, okay, that uh, social media source, okay. And I decide and I saw this one question yeah. um, about a young person that wants to get more involved in their faith, and decided so wanted to throw it out to you to see what you would say. Okay. I, I mean, I can tell you what I would my response as well. But, but, but um, wait, wait, what's the so what? Wait, first of all, what's the segment? So the question is spiritual life advice oh nice my favorite so spiritual life advice okay so yeah, we I should have uh, mentioned the <laughs> there's, segment. There's, there's the segment i'm just okay. doing stuff <laughs> no, so, I say, what are you doing? so the segment so the segment is spiritual life <laughs> advice okay so, so i was so give on me, reddit so okay yeah. on reddit okay very yeah. good so who's writing in young do we know is it young man young woman um sounds like well you sounds like a guy but okay okay but you should see this user young name man because it's just a five eleven. 5'11", likes 180, 180. Yeah, likes basketball. So <laughs> likes unfortunately, basketball. A, unfortunately, a Lakers fan. Black, um, <laughs> black hair. Okay. Let, letting the beard go during the pandemic. Okay, no, no. So, okay, so the title of the post is, yeah. Want to get more involved in my religion. Okay. So here's the question. I am under 18, but was baptized Catholic around age 11 or so. We used to go to church often, but we stopped. I'm interested in getting more into Catholicism and reading the Bible. Um, but I don't feel connected. Neither does praying. 
is there any type of book or something that could help me get back into it? Um, not any types of books suggestions are welcome, um, but other methods as well. Thank you very much. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, we have a young person yeah, here wanting to get involved. Yeah. Um, kind of falling away from the faith, wanting to just kind of get back into it. Book recommendations, anything that um, that can help this person get more engaged in their faith. Yeah. No, I've got I've got some thoughts. Do you you you, you want to you want to lead off with thoughts? I've got I've, I've got thoughts, but oh yeah, we always you have take, thoughts. You, you, you want to take the lead on this? I, I'm happy. To. Well, I mean, my well, the, my first thought was like, okay, they're looking for books, but my the first thing was eventually you need to meet other Catholics of your age face to face, right? I mean, we are we are uh, we are social beings, right? By our very by how God created us, right? I yeah, mean, I mean that, that's what's well. First of all, that even yeah. bef- even before that, it's just the instinct to want to be more connected. Isn't that great? Is yeah. itself the <laughs> that itself is, is a grace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is itself a grace and, and already yeah. God's work. And so, so for anyone who says, "Oh, I, I really deeply desire this or want this, and it's coming from a good place," but I'm I'm anxious or fearful that I can't find or I won't. I, what, yeah. what to? I'm kind of at a loss to do it. I always say, "Well, first take a deep breath <laughs> and recognize." <laughs> right. Well, no, the desire itself is not hopefully going to go out anytime soon as long as you kindle, keep kindling the desire itself to be. Yeah. So the most important thing is to continue to have the desire to feed that desire to, um, to fan it into flame. Right. Yeah. And to not be discouraged if the first, you know, first forays or ventures don't immediately light the fire, you know, just like, it's like lighting a literal fire. You got to yeah. kind of like, you've got, you got to like shelter it from the wind. You've got to, you know, like yeah. you got to feed it with fuel. You got to, you know, make sure you've, you've got, you know, all the, all of those resources to, to keep it burning brightly. Right. So just mm-hmm. to acknowledge that, first of all, just to say, Oh, I have a desire to get more involved in my faith. Wow. You are, <laughs> you are, <laughs> you're part of a, I would say these days, a, a, not, not a huge community, right? They're, yeah. they're you know, not everyone necessarily takes their faith seriously, especially at, at, uh, you know, under 18. So that's yeah. the first thing to say. Second thing is just like you said, it's, it's the idea that I want to get more involved with my faith, especially the community and being connected. And then they want book recommendations. How Dominican. I, I, I know. I love to read. I, they've got lots of book recommendations, but there's no book that's going to connect you to living the faith, right? That right. The, a book, what the book's going to do is hopefully spark your imagination, right. give you deeper insight, help to form you. But the, the communal sense, as you were saying, mm-hmm. is, is got to be is got to be a different kind of experience yeah. than simply. Yeah. It's the book of book. life rather than the books on your shelf. There you go. So, exactly. So, yeah. so, but that's not what they're. So, yeah. So I would. So that's the size. The first point is the yeah. desire. The second, as you mentioned. Good. Yeah. What else do you have for this? Well, I mean, person? I was just thinking, too, that um, it sounds like this particular person just men, uh, young person, young person, mm-hmm. whatever the gender is that, um, they're thinking about because of the pandemic, I really can't see people face to face. So maybe yeah. books is the best way to go. Sure. Not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, there are tons of channels like our sure. channel or, sure. or Bishop Barron and all that yeah. such. Um, I mean, in terms of, but in terms of, I think most things? churches are open these yeah. days in terms of just even having, even if it's a distance, that kind of, um, in-person experience. Right. So, right. so just yeah. coming to the sacraments, going to the sacraments, yeah. seeing, having that encounter with the Lord in the, yeah. in the Holy Eucharist, right? It's For sure. Is, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So any, any suggestions? So they, they did ask for book suggestions. So any, any book suggestions that you would give someone that's looking to get a little deeper? Well, I mean, a good. I mean, one, there are many first steps, right? Yep. But um, in a kind of a, a more of a contemporary book that kind of came to mind is by the Cardinal Archbishop of New York, Timothy mm-hmm. Dolan, um, called "Called to Be Holy." Nice. Um, yeah. It's a s- small book, not even 130 pages long, mm-hmm. where um, every every chapter kind of tackles a 
kind of an aspect of the Christian life or a particular virtue in our tradition and just kind of and he's a historian by uh, by his uh, his own studies, so he's a great storyteller. So yeah. it allows us. So called to be holy allows us to allow, would allow this person to just go understand the story of the church and the story of the saints that have gone before us. I mean, but there are tons of other book recommendations as well. Yeah, I think they're the one that just in a broad way has been helpful for many people is, I think it's called Rediscovering Catholicism. Matthew Kelly. Yeah, the Matthew Kelly book yeah. from Dynamic Catholic. Yeah. So it, that's that kind of is, gives a wide swath of kinds of things. And, and and like most of the Matthew Kelly books, they're kid, there's a kind of anchoring in the practical prayer life. Yeah. And yeah. so when the, I think what, what, what the, what the, uh, the person who's asking for advice says something about, I can't find connection in prayer. Mm-hmm. Cannot find connection in prayer. Yeah. So, so that's why I, that might be a place to start is prayer is really, a, I think we've mentioned this a few times. Yeah. Prayer's not magic. It's not, um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's an art. It's not a science. If you want to yes. put it, if you want to, if you yeah. had to put it in one or the other, it's, yeah. it's something that you, you grow by doing. In fact, yeah. the greatest, um, if you will, uh, helps to prayer often by just eliminating distraction yeah. and getting away. Like Christ, I mean, when Christ goes to pray, he goes off in quiet times by mm-hmm. himself to commune with his father. And it's not clear that there's any special technique other yeah. than making yourself available to God. So I would, yeah. I would say, well, tell me, you haven't been able to connect in yeah. prayer. Okay. Well, tell me about your prayer. What, yeah. What's getting in the way of that? That's exactly what I was thinking. Is that yeah. I would I would like to ask one of my follow-up questions mm-hmm. would be to ask, what are you do? How are you praying? Yeah. Versus what are you expecting yeah. in your prayer? Right? Or yeah, and yeah, what do you even mean by prayer? Like when yeah. is it? I mean, how do you define it? Yeah. If if I love the rosary, pray it every day. But if you're simply saying the words of the Hail Mary and the Our Father and the Glory Be, just kind of rattling them off, or mm-hmm. and that's only it's going to have a limited efficacy for yeah. you, right? Yeah. Unless you're really placing yourself in the, in the heart of that prayer mm-hmm. or if there are certain devotions and things you're doing, but there's not also a, a corresponding contemplative aspect yeah. to it where you're allowing the Lord to speak to you. It's going to be only so fruitful or, or connective yeah. as, mm-hmm. as uh, I think I said, when we we're talking about the, that idea of prayers, talking to God as a friend yeah. uh, that included in that talking is not just speaking, but listening. Exactly. Yeah. It's a <laughs> as we, we said before, yeah. that, that conversation. So, so yeah, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, I think key to, especially since they mentioned that prayer to, to maybe start there. Um, yeah. There's some there's wonderful books on 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 prayer in terms of just the the art of prayer. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, Father Thomas Dubay has, has uh, some yeah. there. Um, we also have. Um, oh, did Father? I know Father Anthony. Um, beginning or no, to pray. Right? Yeah, beginning to pray. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is another is another title beginning to pray? I'm trying to think of the author. Yeah, Anthony Bloom. Anthony Bloom. Anthony yes, Bloom. There, there Anthony Bloom yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the, Ralph Martin has a, here's a, the, oh, really? the, one of the okay. later books, the latest books I read on prayer, the fulfillment of all desire. They're basically talking about different. He it's an overview of different types of contemplative prayers given to the saints. For sure. So you you kind of need a and one of the actually the most practical books I ever found on my kind of my little my daily prayer was this Dominican uh, written by a Domin- Spanish Dominican that was it hmm. just had this crazy cover. It was one of those books that I think Father Antoninus. Right. Gave, do, you, do you know what I I'm talking this about? Now. It's like this little thing. Yeah. This little thing you, you can fit in the palm of your hand. I tried to fit it, find it in print, and it's, it was out of print. It was like you know I found it on eBay for like. 
fifteen hundred dollars or something. Oh, so and I lent my copy to someone, and that that's the end of that. But yeah, it was, same here. Yeah. It was it was really a a a gem of a book. But it was it was more like on how to make an warning offering. So uh-huh. so I, there's yeah. there's there's lots and lots of of resources out there to to kind of ground you in prayer. And that's where that's where there's no. There's no faith life unless there's prayer life. Yeah. There's no Amen. there's no connection unless you're connecting with God because mm-hmm. even connection to people in the church, like, you know, a community of the church, it's a community of people connected to God. It's not just uh-huh. a social club. So yeah. I mean you yeah. can you if you, you find like minded people on everything from do, politics to sports to whatever creative hobby you want. Yeah, exactly. The church is not just a, a it's not just people whose it's hobby is club. faith. Yeah. yeah. It's not like we have a hobby. Our, one of our hobbies is believing in God. It's yeah. like, it's and like having that dynamic relationship with God. Right? Yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's wanting to know and to love God and doing it together with others who mm-hmm. are equally as keen and interested and passionate about knowing and loving yeah. God in their life. Yeah. Right. So that's what I was doing. So that's, those are that's just some of the, some of the things I, I uh, might recommend. Do you have any other any other recommendations for this for this person in terms of how to get more more involved? They said yeah, or more I mean, more connected. I mean, eventually when things lighten up, I mean, get yourself to a church and connect with your peers. Yeah, and, like you know, but uh, but yeah, I mean, like so. Let's just say a quick prayer for that young person that uh, they may truly connect. Right? Absolutely, so, yeah, and then just to kind of come bring back to full circle, yeah. the very desire to want to do it <laughs> yeah. isn't self. Is 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 well, be, uh, you know, well begun is half done. You know, so yeah. if you if you're it, don't let the fight. So you don't have to. Don't worry about the many either failures or lack of being able to connect. Mm. Keep pursuing it because that's how the that's how the Lord works in our lives. He he plants the desire, and then as long as as we don't impede that yeah. desire in our hearts. He's going to bring it to fulfillment in, in ways even beyond our, our own imagining. So, Amen. so yeah, there's, yeah. there's our life advice for, uh, life advice for today. Yep. So if you would like, uh, so thank you for listening. If you'd like to help out the podcast, you know what to do about sharing it on your social media, giving good ratings and tell other people about it. Very good. And so may all that we do truly, as we continue in the Lent, radiate the joy of the gospel here in the heart of the city. Amen. Amen. <laughs>